G'day listeners, it's your host Matt here and I'd like to welcome you all to another episode with the Revel Brewing Show. For those of you tuning in for the very first time, we're coming to you from Balimba in Brisbane, Australia and we discuss all aspects of the culture that encapsulates independent craft beer. In this episode, we were lucky enough to have two guests stop by. Duncan Livingstone has been involved in the hospitality industry for around 20 years and has experienced different scenes across Australia and other parts of the world too. We also welcome back a friend of the show in Steve Henderson, better known as Hendo, from Rockstar Brewer. Duncan shared some of his background with us and Hendo shares the importance of making a product that is true to brand, with an interesting comparison to Golden Circle Fruit Cup Cordial. Without further ado, roll the intro. Bit of Dutch courage. Everyone have a beer. Yeah. After eight beers each. <laughs> 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 yeah, well oiled. Hey guys, Matt here, host of the Revel Brewing Show, and I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone who's been listening and watching the show so far. Um, we've really enjoyed your support, and we hope that you've been enjoying this as much as uh, we've been enjoying making it for you. And um, on the show today, we've got uh, a regular guest of the show, friend of the show, Steve Hendo Henderson from Rockstar Brewer. How you going, Matt? Good, mate. Thanks. Uh, thanks for coming on again. Good to and be here again. It's ha- good. Happy birthday as well for Thank the weekend. Thank you very much. Yes, yes. I yeah. gave myself a beard. It's good. Yeah, very good. Join, join the club, mate. It's mm. nice to have you. <laughs> I'm actually president of the Matt Fay fan club, so <laughs> you got to own that role, I think. Yeah, you got to join the Facebook page and everything like yeah. that. And <laughs> oh, I love it, mate. I uh, got Matty Cuthbert, the People's Brewer, on as well. Good to be back, as awesome. always. Awesome to have you, Matty. Appreciate it. And got a new guest to the, to the show, Duncan Livingstone. Um, it's good to have you on here, mate. Thanks, Thanks for coming. Matt. Oh, no problem. So, but- mate, um, why don't you give us a little bit of backstory about yourself and your involvement in the craft beer and hospitality industry and how you got to know these guys? Sure. Well, thanks for inviting me on the show. It's uh, um, good to be here and uh, uh, taste some beers and uh, talk about uh, beers, which is uh, what I like a lot. Who doesn't like um, beer? If you didn't like beer, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here. Um, <laughs> I know these fellas from um, uh, a few uh, trips or done a trip with... Um, well, sorry, they met uh, me on, on when I was away with my missus in, um, in Germany and I know Hendo from, from beforehand when we did a bit of a, a ghoster kind of tour. But my experience in the, in the craft beer kind of scenario side of things is um, I've been in hospo for the best part of about 20 years or so, um, uh, working originally in Sydney and in a few um, places overseas, uh, mainly uh, Scotland. Uh, I arrived in Brisbane about six years ago and I was um, rightly or wrongly employed uh, by Jill from The Mill uh, as my first uh, bar job in, uh, in Brisbane. Big shout out to Jill. Thanks, Jill. You're legend. <laughs> uh, I think she asked me to give a plug to the woods in uh, Mitchelton as well. Everyone go there, please. So, uh, yeah, get out there. Get out, yeah, to get out there. It's good. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, so I started my craft experience, I suppose, primarily at, at, at The Mill, but before then I did a bit of a, a tour around the States. Um, and I um, was working in a few bars in Sydney, mainly a few, uh, my first bar was a bit of a pokey den uh, where I did a, you know, um, 24-hour late shifts or whatever to to some degree and then I worked at a cocktail bar and then an Irish bar in Surrey Hills. So a bit of a mixed bag of of things to do and when I I came here, um, the craft beer scene was really just uh, taken off about 2013, 2014 Uh, and as as many people who were into the scene would, would be aware, as soon as you go into craft, your palate kind of changes a lot um, and so I've come on, on a journey these last um, uh, six years which has uh, been a bit of a fanboy of a lot of breweries and that kind of stuff recently and people will see me around the traps. But yeah, that's uh, 
uh, where I've where I'm from and why I'm here, basically. Matt and I uh, uh, met each other more recently um, when um, I was in Germany with my with my partner, and he was on his honeymoon, which Hendo decided to uh, uh, join on as well with uh, with Matt. And we <coughs> met each other in Leipzig, where I showed him around the traps of my partner's hometown, and we had a bit of a a Gosa kind of um, tour around that town, which is where it's from. Yeah, and I think we we did hear a little bit a bit a little bit about that last time you were here and that whole that whole tour there. So hopefully everyone's caught those episodes. Um, yeah, absolutely, that's, that's it was good, good to that's connect the Duncan. The yeah, yeah, it's all, it's all it was, circular. It was awesome. quite fascinating to tour Leipzig and um, go to the different Gosa houses. I, even though I was a little bit dusty after four days in. In uh, Munich at Oktoberfest. <laughs> Still thoroughly enjoyed going to check out the um, the scene in Leipzig and how the Gosa has sort of become a tradition in that part of Germany. Absolutely. Well, Hendo, this um, this segment or these forthcoming episodes are all about taste testing yeah. um, and talking everyone sort of through the beers. But what we're going to do um, before that is we're going to do, do some sensory tests and, and things like that to, so that people can understand actually what they're tasting in beers and whether it's, you know, not as... So that it's not as black and white. We actually know what we're tasting and, and why we're, we're yeah, sensing that. Yeah, that's right. So. Yeah, so we'll do a little bit of sensory a bit later. But, um, you know, um, as far as a brewery goes, what's what's sort of a key part to a brewery's quality program is actually having a sensory evaluation uh, aspect to it where you sort of analyse how the beers look and smell and taste. And so uh, the main objective around that is making sure that your beer is what we call true to brand. And so, uh, you know, Matty makes, you know, let's say pale ale or summer ale or something like that. It's a beer that he makes very frequently. uh, And it would be very easy for him to deviate and turn it into something that it's eventually not. But what is, you know... um, Revel Pale Ale supposed to be in the first place, and what uh, any good brewery does is they what they write is they write a true to brand description of what uh, Revel Pale Ale looks and smells and tastes like, so that that becomes the gold standard uh, about what the beer is supposed to be, and it actually comes down to what the consumer expectation of Revel Pale Ale is supposed to be, right? Because Having a product that is uh, consistent uh, means for a brewing business, uh, it means repeat sales and, and consumer loyalty. And so the analogy that I like to use is Golden Circle Fruit Cup Cordial, right? So I'm a massive fan of Golden Circle Fruit Cup Cordial. And when I go buy Golden Circle Fruit Cup Cordial, I go to the supermarket, I go to the cordial aisle and I reach for Golden Circle Fruit Cup Cordial. I don't even think about buying it, it's just I'm getting cordial. It's Golden Circle Fruit Cup Cordial. I don't look at the other brands or anything like that. I'm not looking at the price. I just buy it, right, because I know it and I love it because I can take it home and I put that much cordial in the bottom of a glass, a couple of cubes of ice, fill it up with water, and it looks the colour that I want it to look like. It smells the way that I want it to smell and it tastes, you know, with the right sweetness and that sort of thing, the way that I want it to taste, right? And so Golden Circle have done an amazing job in making me, the consumer, a very loyal customer. We built this trust bond, right, where I trust Golden Circle to make their fruit cup cordial in a consistent way every single time. And so um, what 
can happen with beer is that, you know, there's a lot of different ingredients and processes and seasonal variations in raw materials like hops and that sort of thing. Um, but the challenge for a brewer is making sure that their product is, is consistently the same as best as you can. So if I was to sort of strain that relationship that I had with Golden Circle and Golden Circle Fruit Cup Cordial, imagine if I went into the supermarket, marched straight to the cordial aisle, go to reach for the Golden Circle Fruit Cup Cordial, and the colour was a little bit paler than what I was used to, and I would stop and I would hesitate and I would go, you know what, it's okay. I I love Golden Circle Fruit Cup Cordial. It's going to be fine. And I take it off the shelf. I still don't look at the other... Uh, you know, brands of cordial and that sort of thing. I take it home and I put my usual amount of cordial, a couple of cubes of ice, fill it up with water and I look at it and the colour's a little bit paler than I'm used to and I drink it it's not quite as sweet as I'm used to and that sort of thing. And so that trust bond that I have with Golden Circle Fruit Cup Cordial, it starts to become strained, right? Um, but you still remain loyal to the brand because the next time I go and buy cordial, I'm into the supermarket, I'm straight to the cordial aisle and I'll go, I'll go and buy it again. But imagine what would happen if I went to the cordial aisle of the supermarket and Golden Circle Fruit Cup Cordial was blue. What would you do? If you were a big fan of Golden Circle Fruit Cup Cordial like I am, what would you do? Well, yeah, you might have tolerated it the, the first time and it was a bit different colour, but if it's blue, you're just like, well, this isn't what I've bought previously and you probably would go and look for something else potentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what happens. So so once you break that, tr- that, that trust bond between consumer and the brand, uh, what, you know, basically what happens is when I normally go and blindly just buy Golden Circle Fruit Cup Cordial, I can replace Golden Circle Fruit Cup Cordial with Revel Pale Ale, for instance, right? I go to the local BWS or whatever and I go and buy Rebel Pale Ale. I don't even think about it because it always delivers a consistent outcome. But with if they turn Golden Circle Fruit Cup Cordial blue, the first thing that you're going to do if you're in my situation or the first thing, the first thing I would do was I'd start looking at other brands, mm. right? And that's, that's how you know that that trust bond has been broken. And, um, and so you, you then start looking at, uh, at other brands and once you break that trust bond, it's actually really hard to earn it back. Yeah, like I 100% agree. Like if you're sort of disconnected from the brand there, you're going to behave differently and, and look elsewhere. So, um, no, I'm pretty keen to get into, into this. And um, so what are, what are we going to do to, to test our sensors um, in the yeah, so what experiment. we're going to do is we're going to get uh, a, a, a Revel beer. So we're going to use Revel New World Lager today and we're going to spike it with some flavour standards. So a flavour standard is a very highly concentrated chemical compound that replicates what uh, some, of the, some of the common faults and flavours that you get in beer. And, um, and so I'm not going to tell you which of these chemical compounds or the faults and flavours are in each of the, uh, each of the beers, but uh, we're going to have a few uh, samples of the same beer, but th- what's going to happen is they're going to look and smell um, different with different characteristics, and we'll have a bit of a chat about that and go on a bit of a sensory journey. All right, sounds interesting and educational, so, uh, yeah, let's have a go and, and have a crack. Yeah. G'day listeners, it's your host Matt here again and I just want to say a quick thank you for listening to this episode. 
We'd love to hear your feedback, so please feel free to reach out to us on our Facebook page at Revel Brewing Co. Balimba or send us a DM on Instagram. Our handle is at Revel Brewing Co., all one word. Again, if you like what you're hearing, remember to subscribe on your podcast player to stay in the loop. If you're from the local Brisbane area, we'd love to see you in the brewery sometime in Oxford Street, Balimba. Until next time, remember, good people drink good beer. Thank you.